welcome back. Um, once again, we are recording this outside, so if you hear little noises or lawnmowers or anything like that, <laughs> um, that's what is happening. Um, so we are all back home, and we thought that we would give a little update episode. So it's been a couple of days now since we've returned from our week in Lambertville, and we want to discuss just like how we've continued the habits that we've learned or that we learned in Lambertville which habits we continued so do you guys want to go around and give a little life update (laughs) yeah sure I can start so um I've definitely been trying to stay waking up pretty early um it hasn't been quite as early as we did last week in Lambertville which was 5 30 to 6 every morning (laughs) but time (laughs) I know um but on Tuesday that was the first morning we were back home I think I woke up at 6, and then the next day I woke up at 6.05, and it incrementally got a little bit later, but still earlier than I typically would wake up, and I think that was just my body telling me it wanted to sleep in a little bit more, just naturally, so I just had to kind of listen to that, and so yeah, I guess just like waking up early is still a habit that I've kept the most. That's good. Yeah, I think... um, I've also been trying to wake up really early, which has been really nice because I think I said this in a previous podcast, but I love just having a little bit of alone time in the morning. So that's why I think that's one of my motivations for waking up early because I just make my breakfast. I've been reading the book that we're reading right now, Atomic Habits. Um, so that's been really nice. And I would also say the social media detox I've kind of kept. Um, so I redownloaded Instagram, which was our plan. Um, but I still like don't I don't really have the urge to go on it anymore because I just I don't know like when I reach my phone I just don't think about Instagram I associate it with like the weather or reading the news because like that's what I've been doing for the past week um and because of that I've been rediscovering like so many little hobbies of mine because I'm not just like on my phone so I've been making like friendship bracelets and I've been using I'm still learning the world map I'm in Asia right now trying to learn the flags next but yeah like I've just been doing like little hobbies which has been like really nice and really good so yeah yeah so I have still been waking up like kind of early but definitely later um which like the first morning I was back home I thought that I would naturally wake up at like six because I thought that that would be like what my body had been used to but I think I woke up at like 7 30 so I just was like I'm not gonna force myself to wake up early if that's clearly not what my body is wanting to do So I've probably been, I've always been like waking up, like never later than eight, but so I think that's, you know, (laughs) one thing that's happened. I thought maybe I would continue the super early, like six o'clock, but that just hasn't happened. So, um, and then yeah, with the social media detox, I re-downloaded Instagram and Snapchat, but not TikTok just because it was just, I don't know, as soon as I re-download it, like, there's no going back, and it takes up too much time, and I just, like, at the end of the day, it's just not worth it, um, even though sometimes it, like, makes me laugh, or it's, like, fun to watch, or it's entertaining, like, when you look in the broader scheme of things, it's just not worth it, in my opinion, so, Instagram and Snapchat, I think I've, like, I don't know, I've, I've found myself a couple of times getting, like, sucked in again, but, um, I think not having TikTok is, like, the most important thing for me not getting re-addicted so yeah I yeah. think oh yeah go ahead oh no okay um as far as like the environmental dimension too 
that's what I've been most struggling with, I would say, um, because I've definitely been, like, getting out. I've been playing tennis to exercise. I think I'm going on like, a run this weekend. So, like, I, I'm active and, like, outside when I'm, like, working out and, like, with people. But I, I haven't, like, had breakfast outside. I haven't gone on, like, our little walks. And maybe that's just because of where I live. Like, I don't live in, like, a little town. But I definitely want to get better at that because I did really enjoy, like, eating breakfast outside and listening to the birds and going for walks every morning. And I, I am struggling with that a little bit, like, coming back home. I did something last night that Kate from Body Thrive would be very <laughs> proud of. Kate Stillman, the author of Body Thrive, would say, like, to do a, some light exercise after dinner. Yeah. And I don't even think this counts as exercise. But last night after dinner, I had I cleaned out my room yesterday and I cleaned some books and had some that I thought I would put in one of the little little libraries in my neighborhood so I just like walked over after dinner it was like a nice little like so nice. post dinner walk um was not a very long walk it wasn't I don't even think I would call it exercise but I was like Kate would be proud so <laughs> <laughs> I love that oh my gosh I love that I actually have still been going on a morning walk I didn't this morning um because we were going to meet up and that was you know, it was going to cut into the time we were meeting up if I went on a walk, mm -hmm. so I just didn't do that this morning. But I might go this afternoon. Um, but I've been doing that in the morning, and I've been listening to the NPR podcast that we started listening to in Lambertville, which is just a really nice way to get some quick news in and just, like, hear some keywords, just understand a little bit what's going on. Obviously, if you're listening to it, you're not really going to under... At least for me, I'm more of, like, a visual learner so I'll have to read something to fully digest it but it definitely gave me more of a sense of the news than I would have otherwise gotten on Instagram or other social media so that's been nice to listen to while I've been walking um yeah yeah I like never I never used to listen to the news like I was never that person and like after our trip I actually just like loved doing it um and I've also been doing that too. I've been, I haven't been listening to the podcast. I feel like that would be really nice, but I've just been going on like the Morning Brew and Wall Street Journal and New York Times is still making me pay a dollar. So I haven't gotten <laughs> that yet, but maybe one day. Um, but yeah, I've just been listening to the news. Um, I guess this goes into like our habits a little bit, like the habit book that we're reading. But I know Kate mentioned this too in Body Thrive that if you want to create a new habit, you should associate that habit with something that you already do. So I already drink a matcha every single morning without fail. So after breakfast, like after I make my matcha, then I go upstairs and I read the news while I drink it. And that way, reading the news is associated with something that I already do without fail. And so now it's like this habit that I'm trying to develop. I don't know. Yeah, I really liked reading about that also because it's just like, it's so smart and it, it does work. Like if you already do something every day or if something happens to you every day, if you like associate a new habit with it, then mm -hmm. it should happen every day. So, yeah, mm -hmm. um, I yeah, with the news, I've been like, so I have to walk my dog a couple times a day. So that's kind of been like my outdoor like nature walks, whatever. But I listen to the podcast in the morning when I'm walking her, um, and that's been nice. The only thing is, is like it's only 15 minutes, and our walks are longer than 15 minutes. So I have to figure out. I kind of feel like I've been like testing out good times for things. Like mm -hmm. I think like should I listen to the news while I make my breakfast or like while I walk like I feel like this week has been a lot of just like testing different habits out so I don't know yeah definitely same with me so one habit that obviously I had before is eating lunch like making lunch so but I didn't always read every day so that was something 
that this week I've been associating with the habit that I already had, which was eating lunch. So I'll just have my book, this week we're reading Atomic Habits, so I'll just have that book open and just read it like in between eating or something, so that's nice. Yeah, I've kind of been like treating the book as like a little friend, like you said, like I've been practicing that, so I'll leave it, I'll leave it like out in my living room or in my bedroom or something like that, so it's just there and it's divisible, which is something I think he mentioned, um, or I should introduce that we're reading the book Atomic Habits by James Clear that's the book I'm talking about so he mentioned like leaving things visible when you want to do them so I leave the book out in plain sight and then like if I have a you know some time I'll just sit down and read it and that's been working for me so yeah the book Atomic Habits I just love it so far I'm not completely through it maybe about halfway but it's just so there's so much like insightful stuff that he says and he mentions a lot of history which is interesting and then he also mentions the science of human behavior and like animal behavior so that you can relate everything and it's just really cool and has a lot in it and one particular thing that I really took out of it was he mentioned something called the one percent rule which is where you focus instead of just on one goal and then stopping after you meet that goal, just focusing on getting 1% better every day. And that's been something that, I don't know, has just really changed my mindset. And I've been focusing a lot on that this week as I've read this book, just in every little thing I do, just doing 1% more, like reading one more page or like walking 0.1 more miles or just doing one extra thing because it's gonna add up over time and it's gonna end up having like really good results because he also compared the one percent rule to like compound interest with money mm. um so it's like the same concept where over time it's gonna the one percent's gonna build on itself and it's just gonna like i don't know be so yeah. much more at the end yeah i literally love that rule so much and after i read that i tried like incorporating it into my habits and i would say i did it in like two areas so far um, one is like reading because I think I said this before in a earlier podcast, but <laughs> I always thought of reading as this activity that I would do from like 9am to 10am. And that was just like not good for me because if I missed that time frame, then I just didn't read for the rest of the day and my book was just like in my drawer and locked away. So I kind of use the 1% rule because even if I just see the book and I have two minutes to read one page and that seems like no progress at all, like it actually is because it adds up at the end of the day and I've also been doing that for cleaning my room so every night I'll just do like a one minute like speed round of just like putting like clothes in my laundry and just like taking a dish downstairs and then when I wake up it's just so much more pleasant to have like a cleaner space yeah I agree I cleaned my room yesterday and it felt so nice like I just I needed to do that um and I feel like that is something that we didn't do in Lambertville because we weren't in our own mm -hmm. house but there's something about cleaning that's very therapeutic and I think it's like it helps like with the emotional dimension just because it's like the process of cleaning can kind of clear your mind and also like the feeling of a clean room can really be like very peaceful but then I also felt like honestly there was like so much dust in my room and like it's been so dry and there's been so much pollen recently and like I've had my windows open and things like that and I was wiping down surfaces and there was like pollen on them and it was no. disgusting and I feel like that also goes into like your physical health like it's not good to be like honestly. breathing in all that like dust of pollen all day so yeah cleaning I feel like is a good good habit to incorporate mm -hmm. 
kind of like going back to what Sarah was saying about where she set herself a certain window where she would read and then after she if she like didn't meet that goal then she just wouldn't read the rest of the day I kind of do that with a lot of things too in just like in life I guess where if I'll if I'll have a goal and then I don't meet it I'll just get really upset and then I'll feel like a failure and that I don't know like then I can't even start it I can't mm. even do it at all um so I think just having the I think just having the one percent mindset is really helpful in that way so you can because doing even just a small amount of what you wanted to do is better than doing nothing at all so yeah I liked how oh sorry did I No, you okay. go. I liked how in the book he talked about focusing more on like the process and your daily your daily system than the goal because that's so true and I feel like we've always learned like we've been taught in school like set goals for yourself and that helps you but he kind of like is like I don't know like addressing that and saying that's not actually really how it works like if you just say like oh I want to exercise more you're not actually like implementing any habit and you're not actually like you know creating a plan or like focusing on like how you're going to exercise more you're just saying a goal and it's very easy to say a goal and you know probably everybody has those goals but I really liked Mm -hmm. his focus on like you can't be focused on the end result you have to be focused on like what you're doing in the moment each day um so yeah yeah a really good example of that that he gave was like someone who's training to run a marathon or a big race or something so for the months coming up to the race they're going to be training a lot and their motivation is going to be trying to do well in the race but as soon as they cross the finish line then they're not going to have anything motivating them anymore so they're just going to revert to their old habits um but while if, if it was just someone who wanted to run every day to get a little bit faster or they just wanted to like get out of their house and just enjoy the process of running then that would be something that over time they're going to continue that habit mm-hmm. instead of just going back after they reach a goal mm-hmm. and I feel like another thing he touched on was like taking that even further he said that you can make a habit a part of your identity mm-hmm. and he talked about like reading for example instead of saying oh I read 20 minutes a day you can start saying like I'm a reader I'm a kind person I'm someone who always says thank you like you can make these habits like part of your identity and that makes it that makes you it's not even like a choice if Mm -hmm. you want to do the habit or not because that's just like who you are and I feel like that's something that I definitely want to take into like the future because um I don't know I think about affirmations too like you're not saying like I want to be rich like I want to be healthy you an affirmation is saying I am this because you're making that part of your identity when you say it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. manifestation is real the more you say something (laughs) the more you're gonna believe it and it'll come true yeah I really like his book like I feel like he's really like uncovering like how habits work and like I like also that he like his focus is like it it should be easy to do these things each day like it should come naturally it should be almost like second nature um it shouldn't be like you shouldn't be like forcing yourself to go read or like forcing yourself to run or something like that like it should be just like naturally what you do each day and whether that is done by incorporating it into your identity or whether that's done by like um just creating a really really like consistent routine where you just do things without even thinking about it um so yeah I really like his whole his whole message and I recommend reading the book (laughs) yes and one thing like switching gears a little bit but still in his book he talked a lot about habit coupling and how you can like couple different habits or pair different habits together 
Um, and he was specifically talking about like the dopamine hit that your body has. So I didn't know this, but he said that the dopamine hit doesn't come when you like have like a reward. It comes in anticipation of the reward. Mm -hmm. So let's go back to my morning matcha ritual, right? So I'm not actually getting the hit of dopamine or happiness when I drink my first sip of matcha. It's in, in anticipation of that. So that's why like the news, which something that I... I'm starting to get into, but something that definitely isn't like something that I crave to read. Um, I've been coupling that with drinking my matcha because while I'm reading the news, I'm getting my dopamine hit of this anticipation of matcha. And then I drink my first sip of matcha and all of a sudden now I like reading the news because it's associated with my favorite morning ritual. So I just thought that was also really interesting if, if you're not somebody who, like everybody has things that they don't like to do. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, a good example he gave in the book, again, was just, like, if you have work to do, like, for school or for a job, and obviously that's, unless you really love the work that you do for your job, but most times there's a lot of stuff that you have to do and you don't necessarily want to do, so if you just, like, habit stack that or couple it with something that you do enjoy doing, like, drinking your morning coffee, then you could say, like, okay, I'm going to respond to 10 emails and then I'm going to go get my coffee in the morning, or just anything that you like have that be associated with the work that you have to do mm-hmm. do you have something i don't know, I don't know. <laughs> okay. you can no, go. just like one more thing is um he also talked about how if you're starting a new habit you should have a specific time and location to do it so that's just like very clear and not vague mm-hmm. so i know we meditated a little bit throughout the trip and that's something that i didn't do for like the first two days when i got home because i was just like i don't know it wasn't part of my normal routine i wasn't used to it And that's because my goal was just, like, to meditate. There was no, like, time or place. And so now I say after I read the news, I'm going to meditate in my room. And now it's just, like, very clear and specific. And I don't have to, like, make the decision in my mind. It's just, like, something that I do. I know that's another thing um, we talked about earlier. I forget who said it. Kate, one of the authors, (laughs) they said that we can only make so many decisions in a day. And so that's why it's almost better to just have like some pre-planned habits um so that you can like leave the that decision making brain power for more important things mm-hmm. yeah I was just gonna say like I think something that's been like a little bit hard for me is that right now we're in a time where we don't have like a consistent thing we do every day we're not in school well we're in school but we're not like going to school each day and like going to classes um and so each day is a little bit different like some mornings I have to wake up earlier some mornings I have I don't know other things so um it's been a little bit hard for me to create like a routine and I feel like this week I've kind of like I said earlier just been like testing things out but I think something that I kind of want to do is like practice just like really like I don't know small little things that I can do like in the morning that take up just a few minutes of time so I can do it no matter what my day holds um because yeah I think it is a little hard right now just because like I don't know every I don't know if you guys feel that but every day is kind of different especially coming up so I think it's going to be good to like figure out how to um I don't know just how to like incorporate little things that work whatever your plans are for the day yeah I definitely agree and I think like kind of a takeaway from his book and just this week being back home is that it's easier obviously you should make your habits obvious so it's better to just kind of do the little things instead of setting these huge goals for yourself because that's just not going to be sustainable over time so if you just have really little things that you want to do every day 
even if they're like if they're the habit stacking type things where you have something a habit that you already have and then you just incorporate another small one over time that's going to be really easy to do and it's going to end up making a big difference in your life so really just focusing on the little things yeah i have a question for you guys do we have any like i don't want to ask about goals because it's not like it's not supposed to be goal oriented but do you guys want to like say one or two things that you're like trying to work on to incorporate I know we might have talked a little bit about it already but Mm -hmm. I don't know I feel like it almost helped like Mm -hmm. saying it out loud but just oh my gosh wait that's another thing he talked about where he said you like you should say things out loud because then it's not in your subconscious you're like actively like pointing something out and this is gonna sound so dumb but yesterday I was home alone most of the day yesterday and I was scrolling through Instagram which is like gross I was just on there. I was on there for too long. I was just scrolling. Like, it was just we have that mindset now. That's amazing. Well, it was just like I can relate. Checking to Instagram oh, yeah. sometimes is fine, but it was like I was getting into one of those things where I was just kind of like mindlessly scrolling, scrolling yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And so I literally said, I wouldn't do this around people. I was home alone, but I was like, I said it out loud. I was like, I am mindlessly scrolling through Instagram right now, and it like worked. And I just That's put my so phone cool. down, and I was like, no. <laughs> That's so amazing. I don't know. I think you like, beat the system. Yes, May. I mean, yeah, I probably was like back on in a few hours, but <laughs> it's just like I don't know. It's hard though because that like I'm not gonna be in a room full of people and be like saying that out loud. Mm-hmm. But I think that in some situations it could be helpful. So wait, Definitely. I totally agree because I'm thinking about like I make a vision board every year and I've done it for two years. And basically a vision board is when you have a piece of paper and you like draw your goals for that year. And maybe that's going against James Clear. I'm sorry, James, <laughs> for that. But um, <laughs> I, I do, I like my goals because I don't think my world revolves around them. Like if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But like, I just kind of have them up as inspiration. And mate, that is so true. Like part of the vision board, I feel like is just like letting the world know what you want to accomplish and like putting it on paper and can I tell you my happiest moment my brother said that he wanted to make a vision board oh after like amazing. two years of being like Matthew do you want to make it and like I just got so happy because I don't know and he and he said something similar he was like you know I have all these goals in my head but I've never really written them down and I don't know that just I that's there's so much truth to that it's just like letting other people know like having them almost hold you accountable in a way I just love that so much. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Too. Wait, sorry, we didn't answer your question. Okay, yeah. goals. Oh no, that's okay. I was just thinking, like, if you had something you wanted to say out loud, something that you just like a small thing that you want to do. Um, I don't know if I'm putting you guys on the spot, but oh no, I actually do have an answer for that. I was thinking about it. Um, so obviously, we've told you that last week we were doing some meditation and some yoga, and I haven't been as great about that this week, just because I want to find good videos to follow for mm. meditate like guided meditations or um yoga instructions i guess so i did find a yoga video last night that was supposed to be a morning yoga but i did it at night anyway yes. it didn't really matter just yoga um but i think just if i say out loud that i want to do five minutes of yoga every day that's such a reasonable amount of time for me because that's just such a small change only five minutes of my day it's not like I'm saying I want to do an hour yoga class or even 30 minutes so um, that's something that I think would be more sustainable and if I just set the goal of doing five minutes of yoga like right before bed every night then I'll be able to have a time and place to do it and I'll be able to do it 
know. I'm trying to think. I mean, one of my goals was reading, right? I'm eight books behind right now in my in my 52 book whatever. But I am I'm learning. I'm starting to read again. I think school just got like a little complicated for a second. And now we're back. Um, but I'm trying to think. Um, to be like completely transparent, like one of my goals is like I draw my goals on the vision board, um, which is another thing that I like. They're like perfectly vague, so that. I can almost accomplish the goal in like a couple different ways um but one of them is just like a mirror with a heart in it because I just want to have like more like self-love for myself and respect for myself and I think I mean James Clear does talk in this book about you know surrounding yourself with like a really good environment of people and um I just think that's so true like that you just have to surround yourself with people who value you for what you're worth and um I know we were talking before this and talking about like feeling the judgment of other people stuff like that and I think we came to the conclusion that like being judged and feeling judged are independent actions and that just because people judge you doesn't mean that you have to feel the effects you can just like live your life and know that you are more than enough um so yeah I guess that's a goal of mine that I don't think is really quantitative and I don't want it to ever be so yeah Mm -hmm. I really like that I this is like a little less <laughs> deep. <but laughs> Sorry, I really no, got you're it. good. I loved it. Good. But I was just gonna say, like with the reading, like I think that I need to do the habit coupling or like find a time and location that's like my cue for the habit of reading because even though I have been reading a little bit more, it's still I don't have like a consistent time and I think I need to like say like after breakfast I'm gonna read or like right before bed I'm gonna read or like find some specific time. Like James Clear said like make it as specific as possible like right before bed on my floor like in my chair like wherever like it has to be super specific because the more specific it is the more attainable it seems because you're just you know I feel like that kind of goes without saying so um yeah that's I think that's one thing that I think that I can do every day no matter what my plans are no matter what my schedule is for the day I can find a little bit of time to read and that's something that I want to work on. Wait, wait, when you just said that, you just reminded me, too, of, like, another thing that he said. Clearly, this man has many ideas. It was a great book. James, clearly. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. I love that so much. I do love his last name. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) It's very appropriate. Yes. Um, But he did something. He said that in your room or in your, like, house, you should set different locations for very specific things. Like, May, you talked about, like, you're gonna read like in your chair or like in this specific place and I think that's so good because at least on my bed like freshman year I literally did all my homework on my bed like don't know how that happened I would scroll on my phone on my bed and then when it was time to sleep I just didn't want to go to bed because I was like wait this is where I like watch Netflix and this is also where I like cram for a Spanish test and now I'm confused so like yeah I don't know I really I haven't really done that this week and I want to work on that like I feel like if I'm watching Netflix, like, I want to be, like, in my chair on my computer, like, not in my bed. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh, my gosh. That just reminded me. I've definitely done the exact same thing because back in probably, like, sophomore year, maybe junior year, honestly, <laughs> I would think it would be a good idea to do homework on my couch, like, my really, really comfortable <laughs> couch that I could easily <laughs> fall asleep on. Oh, my God, yeah. And yeah. it was just such an issue because that couch is where I'd watch Netflix or TV or just like scroll on my phone just like basically exactly what Sarah was saying just a couch instead of a bed and I was getting 
this area where I do work confused with um, this area where I would relax. So I didn't have a space for either one. And like Sarah was saying, I would just get really confused on where I mentally should even be when I'm sitting on the couch. So I did eventually switch back and I just designated my desk to being my workspace. I never have my phone at my desk. Um, like I never go scrolling because then I just won't be as productive at my desk. And then I just have my couch for watching TV and you know scrolling on my phone. Hopefully that habit will kind of go away this week, but um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, oh wait, you can go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say like, it all comes back I think to like designing your own life. And I remember at one point in the book, he included like a quote from somebody and he was like, oh, like if you have all these habits, then is, don't you have like no freedom in your life? And then James Clear was like, well actually, you have like the most amount of freedom you could ever have because you're the one like behind it all, like creating the schedule for yourself. And um, I don't know, there's a great book by Bill Burnett and Dave Evans called Designing Your Life. And it's all about how like you have this power to like break down the 24 hours in your day and do what you want with it. Um, so I think that's really important. I think though there is a balance between like having a schedule and just relaxing. I feel like that's something we could talk about too. Yeah, and I think like his whole thing with the freedom part was like about that the human capacity like there's only a small amount of decisions you can make each day mm. so if you already have them yeah. set in stone you actually will have more freedom and I don't know that also goes like when I think about habits I think a lot about like morning and night just because there's like morning routines and night routines and so I think that like if you had those really like you know kind of planned out clearly in a way that you want it to you're designing it yourself but that leaves room for, you know, whatever the day will actually hold and you can do, you know, what you want during the day. But I like the idea of having like really like ritualized mornings and evenings. So, mm -hmm. yeah, because I feel like the more it becomes second nature to you, you're not going to be thinking about it anymore mm -hmm. and you're not going to be spending energy on trying to have good habits because they're just going to be so natural to you. Yeah. And another point that James Clear made that I thought was really deep was that you are just the culmination of all of your habits and I was like that is so true I, and I just like kept I kind of just like paused in the book there and I just realized I was like wow you really are just the culmination of your habits and that does give you a lot of freedom because you're the only one who gets to choose all of your habits and all the things that bring you joy and happiness and and like structure in your life whatever it is that you need to feel good about yourself and just good in general so I I don't know I just really wanted to point out um that passage that he said that's so true and like I feel like going into college and like learning about making friends like we're gonna attract people who have similar habits as us like maybe because we'll I don't know we'll be at the cafeteria at the same time eating our same favorite food like you know what I mean like I I feel like we are gonna attract those people I'm just curious because like for college they have you do like a roommate I'm doing like a random roommate so we had to do like a habit survey and I'm just curious like if you could have one habit that you would share with one person like what's the most important thing that you would say I don't know as like in a roommate mm -hmm. or a couple of important habits for me I also filled out a questionnaire because my college just does random roommates for freshmen mm -hmm. and I said that I wanted my roommate to be neat and just keep the room organized because I want that to be kind of you know just like my safe space where I come back and it doesn't look super messy I just want to be able to go there at the end of the day and 
feel comfortable. So that was definitely something that's really important to me. And another one was um, waking up like pretty early. I didn't say an exact time, but I just said like waking up early because I don't want to be waking up at 10 o'clock every day. Obviously, I'm probably going to end up sleeping in on like weekends or other days where I'm like up late the night before. But just generally speaking, I want to have a roommate that wouldn't be disturbed if I woke up at like seven in the morning. So (laughs) I thought that was good too. I also like the whole neat factor is really important to me and like um, being organized and things like that. But I think one habit that's really important, like I was saying earlier, I I like my mornings and my nights to be very ritualized. And um, I think that because of that, I think it's important that my roommate also has a similar sleep schedule um, because I don't know if, if my nights were my mornings and nights were disturbed that would just be kind of I don't know wouldn't be great so that's probably an important common habit for me is like your sleeping habits Mm -hmm. I think for me like when I got to the music section one of the options was like electronic dance music and I was like you know maybe in some situations (laughs) if I'm trying to study like that could be a problem so like I don't know I guess like I just was specific on like some of like the music and like uh, also like being neat because like I really like that um so yeah I guess that, those are like the two things what types of habits you guys are like really eager to bring to college that we've kind of been learning or working on like are there any that because I know college like you know our routines are going to change pretty drastically in a few months and I'm wondering if there's any constants that you want to try to like bring hmm. I think one for me would just be continuing to read every day um but not have a specific time allotted to that. Just read, bring it around like a book. Like we've been talking about this whole time. Um, Yeah, that's probably the biggest one for me Mm because I feel like during the school year, I always struggle with being really busy and never having time to pick up a book, even though if I just told myself I was going to read every day, even if it was just five pages, I think I definitely would have been able to carve out that time. So I'm definitely going to look to do that in college. I think oh no you go you go um I was just gonna say I really like the news podcast and I think that that would be such mm. an easy thing to bring I think like I could imagine myself like walking to my first class and just like have my airpods in and listen to the podcast I feel like that would be um a nice habit to bring especially because in college you know it's especially important to be informed of what's going on so definitely. true I feel like for me Waking up early at 6 a.m. might not be feasible, but in my ideal life, like, maybe I'd be waking up at 6 a.m., but I think one of the main habits is just, like, being, like, really active and just, like, going on walks, like, exploring, like, what's around me, trying, like, little, like, workout classes and just, like, I don't know, just, like, being open to, like, new types of, like, exercise and activity because um, I just know I feel best when I'm, like, getting my vitamin D in and I'm outside, mm-hmm. so I definitely want to do that. Yes, I agree. Yes, definitely. Churchill, our newest member of the podcast, as I'd like to introduce. <laughs> that is my He's dog, if you can hear him. Yeah, that's a great he point, He has Churchill. a lot to say. <laughs> he does. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> that's you probably, guys... Yeah, that's probably it for this podcast with our update. Um, so thank you guys for listening to our updates, and... I don't know if we'll update again, but (laughs) if we don't, we've really enjoyed this podcast, and thank you for listening, and yeah. Yeah. Bye, 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 guys. Bye, guys.